0: hey guys this is coach Shiba, and i'm back again with a very interesting series once again and it's called fit talk with a doc as the name implies i'm going to be talking to several doctors of different kinds and we're going to be touching upon very important topics that are very necessary for us these days my first guest is Dr. RC Marun. is an interventional cardiologist and she's world-renowned. She's from Chennai, but she sits in the US. And she's going to be talking to us about a very important topic, which is working out with mild heart conditions, where she also is going to be touching upon some conditions that we may need to worry about, but others and how we can work out how we can actually proceed with such a condition. So welcome, Dr. RC Marun. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: It's so good to see you again. Um, As uh, Shiva already introduced me, my name is Arasi Marin. I'm an interventional cardiologist. I'm the associate professor of medicine at the Medical University of South Carolina in Charleston, South Carolina. I am also the director of uh, coronary chronic total occlusions, uh, which basically means when you have a blood vessel which in the heart, which has been blocked for more than three months, I'm the person to come to. I literally bore a hole through that calcific blockage and um, restore blood flow yeah so the
0: first first of all i want to ask something very direct
1: about tachycardia because i do
0: have some clients who uh, have tachycardia i mean high heart rate and um, so uh, what would you t- tell them about working out because i would want to want you to talk about it instead of me explaining what it is and sure. and how
1: it works on a person and and uh, how could they work out with a condition like that so first of all with tachycardia you all you need to figure out is whether it's a normal response to physical activity or an abnormal rhythm problem okay all of our heart rates goes up when we exercise right. that is a normal physiological response to physical activity the heart um, you know it's it's a it kind of gets it's a very excitable organ it responds to outside stimulus okay if uh, you're uh, working out it goes up if you're dehydrated heart rate goes up if your thyroid levels are too high it goes up if you have a fever it goes up if you're anemic it goes up okay so uh, and uh, so these are all this is all normal expected response Apart from that, if the electrical circuit of the heart has a short circuit, so like how if you have a short circuit in a light bulb and the light bulb flickers, flickers, flickers and irritates us, that can also happen within the electrical circuit of the heart. That is a completely abnormal rhythm and that requires immediate medical attention with medications and even an invasive procedure like ablation, etc. So that is a different topic. So the most important criteria is to differentiate whether it's a normal response to exercise or it's an abnormal rhythm problem. So uh, if it is an abnormal rhythm problem, you and me can be talking and suddenly my heart rate will just go up as we are talking. And for no reason at all, it goes up into the 150s, 180s, whatever. And then boom, it comes down. There is no provocation. There is no reason for it to come down. It spontaneously goes up, spontaneously come down. Mm-hmm. That is usually an abnormal response. Okay. So if the other uh, problem is you can be very normal sitting down, but just minimal walking from point A to point B, you will feel your heart beating out of your chest. And it happens every time you do a physical activity. So that could be the inappropriate uh, tachycardia kind of a response. In those situations, there are still some medical conditions you need to rule out. You need to make sure you don't have blockages in the blood vessels of the heart. You need to make sure your hemoglobin levels are okay. You need to make sure you don't have a hyperthyroid. That is, the thyroid is not overactive. You don't have fever. You don't have any flu-like symptoms. You're not dehydrated. Or uh, Friday night, uh, yeah, I can talk in Tamil also, yeah, yeah. right? Friday night, Saturday night, nala kurchita, next day morning poi exercise panna you can have the same sort of a abnormal response to. So that is just the normal response of the heart. Heart hmm. is doing what it's basically telling you, hey, oh something is wrong, poi tani kudi. or go check your hemoglobin. And the madri, it is indicating to you. And the last but not the least if you have never exercised okay and you're a slug bear and you love being a slug bear there's nothing wrong with it some people just enjoy that and suddenly you are trying to exercise your body is not used to it and your body is like what is going on? How dare you uh, exercise me? It will kind of challenge you back and you half and half. And uh, so these are the normal situations. So we'll talk about medical reasons. Consult your doctor, yeah. treat the medical conditions appropriately. If you have no other medical conditions and you noticing that your heart rate goes up, Okay, mm-hmm. so when mm-hmm. you said my patient has tachycardia, everybody has tachycardia. All <laughs> of us have tachycardia. Okay, right. so it Do is cardio goes up anyway. <laughs> yeah, you have bradycardia if right. your heart rate goes down. Usually, when you wake up or you're sleeping, heart rate goes up. And kalamre, indri, kumoda, and the stress of waking right. up, it's up your heart rate goes up. Okay, so tachycardia is not an abnormal diagnosis or anything of that sort. So the what I would say is, get up. You've you've decided to exercise. Go exercise. Your heart rate comes up, and usually the heart is a drama queen, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, everything related to the heart will be very dramatic. Okay. Okay. Impound, um, impending sense of doom, uh, necklala, you'll feel your pulsations, you feel sweating, you feel like you're going to die, and all that stuff. Just sit down, okay? Just mm-hmm. sit down, and it'll come down. If the heart rate comes down, that's fine. So note the time, how long it takes for you to get to that situation. If it is five minutes, don't exercise till five minutes. Exercise for four minutes. Mm -hmm. Wait and see how you feel. Take a two-minute break even. Then again, exercise uh, for another four minutes. And keep doing this literally for two weeks. And the third week, you'll be like, huh, I can exercise for six minutes now. And then okay. you push your limit to six minutes and are there, you keep doing it in a matter of six okay. weeks to eight weeks, you will be able to exercise for 30 minutes, 45 minutes like that. So Thank that you. is a slow and steady way of figuring out. I have patients, I've told them just walk for 30 seconds and right. take a two-minute break. Then wow. take another walk for 30 seconds because your body is not used to it and it will fight back. Okay, mm. it will fight back. And you just have to figure out how long it takes for you to uh, that. Imp- uh, you don't want to go and you don't want to live in that uncomfortable impending sense of doom. Uh, yeah, uh, if you keep going there, you will quit exercising. Mm-hmm. So before that, you stop and you slow and steadily increase your exercise capacity. Right.
0: So that and is no so- rest intervals is, is actually almost mandatory because you will want to. See, even otherwise when people work out, I always tell them, wait for your heart rate to come down. Don't be huffing and puffing and try to move on to the next set. Wait and then take for 30 to 60 seconds or 60 to 90 seconds rest and then start.
1: So it would apply the same to them. Maybe the rest interval is slightly more than a normal And it's okay. It is absolutely okay. So, you know, this is a journey okay mm-hmm. you need to reach the destination there's no urgency emergency to reach a one hour of high intensity training today itself or tomorrow itself it's okay if it takes you know your body uh, the human body a resilient organism. Uh, organism you just have to be patient with it know yourself make sure you're well hydrated before uh, you know you have you've had a good night's sleep and you know make sure the other factors are in line sometimes aerobic exercise can be very hard for these patients okay mm. uh, so walking can be very hard psych uh, 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 perineum, uh, like uh, you know running is almost impossible so we tell them to do stationary exercises bicycle stationary bike is a good one elliptical is a great exercise okay. Rowing actually is very good at the whole body without uh, doing that. But you have to be just slow and steady. And my favorite, weight training is a fantastic form of increasing your exercise endurance without feeling all this fainting and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. What I tell them is, till they reach that 30 minute capacity, don't stand and uh, do weights. Sit on an exercise ball, a Swiss ball, or something like that. Mm -hmm. Do a lot more sitting uh, exercises till you get used to it then go light or you know uh, play around with it you sometimes you need to be your own body's detective what right. is provoking it what makes it better so a little bit of introspection is also needed but this is good
0: because uh, i read somewhere that for people with any heart condition uh, don't add too much of resistance to your workout but i think they they are what they imply is something very heavy so we're not going to so, be doing something very heavy my
1: resistance is anyway good. No, we're we are talking about five pounds, 10 pounds right. for men, and uh, 30 pounds, 25 to 30 pounds for men. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the resistance you are talking about 100 pounds, uh, yeah. I mean, 100 pounds, is 50 uh, uh, kilo, kilograms, and the is that heavy lifting and the heavy deadlifting, Adala, you definitely yeah. uh, don't want to do. And obviously, you know, before doing any exercise, if you haven't done, if You are middle aged, that is, if you are in the 40s and 45, especially for men, it is not unreasonable to go to your doctor and just get an exercise stress test, okay? Right. And that's a great way to know what is safe for you, also. Mm-hmm. And that can save as your baseline. Uh, the Arthavarsha doctor, are they Dr. appointed? to do the same stress test? You can see how much you have improved, you also. And you can give that to your trainer, also. The trainer will know, oh, the patients are feeling uncomfortable at the heart rate of 115, so you can even do heart rate monitored training, which you know all that stuff.
0: So mean, generally I do something with an RP and then some of them have their devices. So we check that way, but otherwise mostly clients are also aware of their conditions. But what I'd like to know is, uh, can you reiterate the fact that exercise is probably important for anyone with something that does not require a medical intervention immediately, but something
1: that's common uh, can you reiterate the fact because it is quite specific. so Shiva, it is not um uh it is the most impa- important secret source of life okay if you want to increase your quality of life if you want to increase your quantity of life that is how well you're living and how long your lifespan is going to be there's only one thing which we all can do is exercise okay 30 to 45 minutes Five to six days a week of exercising improves your quality and improves your quantity. So, let me reiterate about how it improves your quantity of life. Okay. Mm -hmm. I do chronic total occlusions, I told you, right? Where the blood vessel is 100% blocked. This blockage does not happen in one minute, like it's not an acute heart attack. Mm -hmm. It happens very slowly over time. It happens all slowly over the time. Patients themselves don't realize they have a hundred percent completely blocked. Okay. Okay? Because the blood, um, the human heart forms collateral flow. Okay. Mm -hmm. The more you exercise, the more collateral flow your body develops and the lesser chance of you having a heart attack because of that. if you don't exercise if you have a chronic total occlusion you can't walk from point a to point b and those are the patients who come to me i have to open them up because they have they're the exercise boat has gone they can't exercise anymore because they have a blockage in the heart i will have to open that blood vessel so that they don't have chest pain when they are hurting Okay. okay so that's just one example exercise improves insulin sensitivity So it prevents you from getting diabetes. It prevents uh, heart attack and strokes from happening. Uh, So these are all uh, quantity of life measures, quality of life you feel good i mean the endorphins which released by um, which is released by uh, uh, exercise is unmeasurable it is the most underutilized antidepressant when you are sad or anxious or restless instead of grabbing a bag of chips or bag of cookies or a chocolate go for a walk not even an exercise just go for a walk outdoors or somewhere you you're going to feel so much better so it makes you happy, it's same dopamine receptors hit by chocolates and um, alcohol is done by uh, exercise. Your um, balance improves, which is extremely important as we grow old, oh, yeah, okay? Yeah. 20s and 30s, are okay. But 40s hit, you you have to think about your 50s and 60s. Right. How are you going to be? What is your health going to be? The walking walking stick, it all depends on, it's stuff you do in your forties, okay. So it improves your muscle strength, and therefore it improves your balance, okay. So every, so I'm not saying it, exercise completely prevents heart attack and strokes, okay. It prevents, but if you're an exercising person and you end up with a heart attack, the heart attack is much smaller, recovery is much faster, you're back on your feet, exercising again much quicker. So mm. the uh, the benefits are innumerable. And literally, there is no downside to it. There is yeah. absolutely no, no downside to exercise, seriously. Yeah. Capacity. Even if you have asthma, uh, you know, the best thing for asthmatic people is to exercise to improve your lung pro- capacity. Even if you have chronic bronchitis, COPD, and et cetera, they are, they are going to be probably the most challenging clients. I have patients who go to the gym with their portable oxygen. Mm -hmm. Okay, Uh, uh, just to be able to take a couple of uh, masks, then go back and exercise, just slow and steady, you have to uh, overcome it because uh, cardiopulmonary rehab is the best thing we can do for these patients, Mm -hmm. whether post uh, blockages patients or heart failure patients, or, uh, you know, COPD patients.
0: Thank you, Dr. R. C. for that very interesting and insightful interview. I'm sure the listeners got the crux of what it is to work out with a mild heart condition, how you could handle different conditions, whether it is severe or mild, how you can improve your lung capacity. And also, thank you so much for reiterating the importance of exercise in our daily lives. I'm sure listeners, you will have some questions or you will have some topics that you want me to address. please write in and also tell us what you thought about all that what dr r.. c. told us about today uh, until I meet you next time with another doctor and with another topic. see ya. Thank you, you take care
1: okay yeah, take care.